What's up, what's up, what's up? This is Kim Possible. This episode is about the call. Have you ever gotten a call that just changed your whole life around? I'm talking about your yesterday was totally different than your tomorrow. Like everything changed. I know you can think back and reflect. With this title out of my book, Save But Not Innocent, it's about the call, the phone call that changed my life around. I'll never forget it was on a Monday night, club night, back in 1999. I think it was called Monday Night Football. I was sitting at the dining room table, rolling up some weed, while my 14-year-old son was talking on the phone. The music was loud. I was half-dressed, ready to hang out, trying to give me a buzz before my girls pulled up. I've never been a person that drink alcohol, but I love to get high before I went out because I knew you couldn't smoke in the club. I can tell by my son's reaction that the phone call on the other line was for me. Actually, I was just shocked he gave me the phone. I knew whoever was on the line had to be important. Because normally when the line clicks, you know, back, this is 1999, okay? Come on, flow with me. We had house phones with two-way. Everybody in the house didn't have a cell phone at this time. So he was on the phone talking, and the line clicked, and usually he does not ever click over and answer the line. So while he's on the phone, I don't get a call. This is how you know it was God, because I got that call. Once I got off the phone, that Sunday, I was in church. I'm not sure if she called a couple of times before Sunday. I just remember when she called me. I was so happy to talk to my friend. I hadn't seen her in over six years. And when she called me, I was single, she was married, and she had a family and everything. I knew I wanted to see her so we could recap and go over old memories and things like that. But I didn't want to go to her house because I was single. And I didn't want anybody to ever say, since you've been hanging around Kim, you've been acting funny. And I don't know why your friend keep coming over here so much. Or, Kim, is you looking at my man? Or my man, he talked, you know, no, 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 no. I learned in my early days. If you have a man at your house, I'm not coming. That way my name will not ever come out of his mouth. So you know what I did? Asked her, where can I see her? She said, meet her at the church. So that Sunday, I was in church. At first, I was sitting there reflecting on some of the things that her and I had did back in high school when we went to Northwestern together. But then all of a sudden, I started paying attention to what the preacher was talking about. And he was introducing Jesus in another way that I had never heard. Yes, I know that he died for our sins. Yes, I know for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that we can have everlasting life. But this Sunday 
It was about his love for a sinner. The more the preacher spoke, the less I thought about why I had come in the first place. I was drawn in. I wanted to know so much more about Jesus. And the Bible was so big to where I knew I had to just keep coming back so I can learn it. I continue to go Sunday after Sunday. Not trying to be saved, not trying to change any of my ways. But it was just something I was drawn to do. I couldn't believe what the preacher was talking about. It wasn't something that I heard growing up in church. Yes, I know Jesus is the Son of God. But I never thought about how I fit in. At first, I just kept coming and sitting in the back of the church, hoping nobody would notice me. Nobody would ask me what church I come from, who is my pastor, and all the religious things that people do. And I would have to say, oh, I don't have a pastor, and I haven't been anywhere. No, I don't want that. And they they never did that. I'm talking about this Baptist church never did that. It seemed like the choir was so anointed. As soon as they started singing, I would just cry. One song, two songs, three songs. I would just silently, just tears would just be flowing down my eyes because I had never been in an atmosphere where it was only about Jesus. It just felt so good and so liberating. Sunday after Sunday, the power of the Holy Spirit would draw me to the altar. Sometimes I went to the altar unexpectedly. Other times I just sat in the service and I waited on the altar call. It didn't matter what it was for, to join the church, prayer, baptism, salvation. They could have said, is anybody smoking crack? I ain't never smoked crack, but I would have went to that altar. I knew that I was a sinner and I knew that I needed a savior. And I knew that only Jesus could save me. And somehow, I knew he was at that altar. It was at the altar where I made my exchange, my mess for his holiness, my weakness for his strength, my anger and bitterness for his forgiveness, my hurt and pain for his healing. It all happened at the altar. The church members were friendly. Yes, they gave me hugs, showed me love. But because of my background, I didn't trust that. But I trust what happened at the altar. I believe I was afraid if the people got to know me, they wouldn't like me. They would judge me. They would put me in a box. They would put a muzzle on my mouth. They would assassinate my character, bring reproach on me. That's what I had gone accustomed to. So to know that there's some women in the church that can sincerely love you as a sister with the love of God, I had never experienced that. It was all something new. I heard messages about the woman 
at the well and Jesus came and spoke to her. I heard messages about the prostitute that hid the men of God and saved her life. But I wanted to hear something personal for Kim. And I just kept going and going and going until I started feeling like he was talking to me. And it really changed my thought life. I'm talking about, if not anything, it changed the way that I was thinking. Not to mention, when you read Hosea and his unconditional love for Gomer, you would believe that God is really calling you. He is not looking at the things that you are looking at, saying, no, don't come right now. Get that together. God don't need you to get anything together because he is God. I know it's hard to even phantom somebody love you that much. I wanted to be loved by Jesus and I wanted to meet him and hear something that would change my life. I wanted him to come and visit me so that I could sit at his feet and learn his ways. I wanted him to tell me that he has forgiven me for all of the abortions that I've had. I wanted him to say that I'm not a bad mother and that my children do love me. That my son forgives me for the things that I've done during his childhood. For once in my life, I wasn't looking for a man's approval or someone to pat me on my back. I wanted Jesus. I wanted Jesus. I wanted to be a child of God and not just keep struggling with the memories of the past. My sinful desires, yeah, they was a bit much. I ain't gonna lie to you. If I had died back then, I would have bust hell wide open. Could it really be possible for me to live again, love again, and trust again? If I could have just repented and moved on with my life, then I would have done that. Sometimes I believe that he loves me and my sins are forgiven. Then later my faith would fail. And I go back to thinking. It ain't him, it's me. I just shouldn't have did that. I just can't believe it. Why Why didn't I make better decisions? Why didn't I do something else? Like... I don't know. I was just confessing so much during that time. Like, I just really wanted to be clean. And I didn't know no other way to get clean but to just get home and talk to God and just admit my guilt, admit my wrong, admit my feelings. Confessions. Confessions is supposed to be a formal omission of guilt. And the act which you disclose your sins. I would often wonder why I went on an emotional roller coaster almost daily that triggered small, insignificant things. I went through so many different extreme emotions that ranged from depression, anger, and frustration to being promiscuous and downright reckless. Slowly, 
I began to realize that my emotions and behaviors were tied directly to the guilt and the hurt that I carried with me for so many years. Just like a bag lady carries her prized possessions of other people's trash, I too did the same. The only difference is that my bags were filled with the trash that people couldn't see. It was all on the inside. There's a saying that says, one man's trash is another man's treasure. My eyes were gradually open to the fact that I walked around collecting and accumulating this treasure trash. The things I thought were treasure really was just trash. What seems good about treasure trash is that first, it's a great discovery and you're proud of it. It becomes one of your value possessions and you protect it and take care of it. But the reality about treasure trash is that after some times, it begins to rot, get a foul stench, and all you want to do is get rid of it. Or it may corrode and rust so much that it becomes an eyesore. Either way, my treasure trash began to consume me until I began to confess my sins to God. Once I did that, he took away the guilt and he cleansed me from the shame. I think I read Psalms 51 for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I knew I needed a cleansing. What about you? When is the last time you you asked God to search your heart? Search your daily activities. Examine your thoughts. Come in the bedroom with you at night when ain't nobody else looking. Be on the phone with you when you're talking to people that you care less about. Do you need a phone call? If you want him to call you, he will. Ask him. He's there. He's listening. It doesn't matter what time it is. No, he's not asleep. I dare you to seek him. Ask him. Lord, is it possible for my tomorrow to be totally opposite than my yesterday? If you ask him, he'll answer. This your girl, Kim Possible. Just wanted to share with you my call. I'm interested in knowing. Message me, please. How did he call you? How did he get your attention?